Hey guys, what's up? It is Alicia here from The Stronger Way. It is so great to be back here with you again this week on the podcast. This is the place where we talk all things food, fitness, and life transformation using my non-diet approach. This week, we are going to be diving into really kind of the foundational or really the first thing that I work with my clients on a lot when they are coming to me with the struggle of overeating and really just feeling like they know that they should be eating less, they want to be eating less, but they're just not really sure how to start, right? Maybe they've tried the counting, the tracking, the portion cups, all of those kinds of things, and none of that stuff has really worked long term, right? And ultimately for them, that ends up feeling like so much more deprivation and so much more restriction. So today we're going to just be diving into kind of the foundational habit that I really work on those particular clients with. So if you are struggling with overeating or kind of consistently eating past that comfortable, satisfied, satiated, and you're oftentimes leaving the table feeling full Or maybe it's even just like eating kind of throughout the day in sort of this mindless fashion to where you're not even really paying attention to what you're eating. You're going to want to tune in for this specific habit. So before we dive in, I wanted to share just kind of a funny story around this topic because At the time, I just remember when my son was little, feeling so frustrated because he was always like the last one to be done eating. It just seemed like he was grazing, just kind of dilly-dallying and playing, and the rest of us would be wanting to get up, get dinner cleaned up, and kind of move into the rest of the evenings or the day's activities. And him being a toddler, we weren't just going to leave him at the table by himself. And so Kellen was just like notorious for being the slowest eater, right? And at the time, like I said, I was so frustrated because I it just seemed like he was always playing and just kind of wasting time. But now doing the work that I do, I see that really what he was doing was more of a habit and a behavior that I would have done well to adopt or that maybe the rest of my family would have done well to adopt. And it's really is this concept or this idea of just slowing down while we're eating. Now, I want you to think about your life and just your day-to-day hustle, right? So if you were to just look at kind of a typical day, maybe on your calendar or you're reflecting back and you're thinking about that in your mind, I want you to see if you can just kind of notice the pattern. Are you kind of quickly eating sort of in between um, clients or job things or between dropping the kids off and picking them up? What does your eating habit, kind of that rhythm look like for you? For most of us, it is pretty hurried. Maybe we're constantly eating in the car and on the go, or we're just eating super fast in between little work projects so that we can get back to work. And I just want to offer to you that that could be really for you the first place to start when you're looking at wanting to make some nutrition changes. Oftentimes we want to really change everything all at once, right? We, we feel like we have to completely kind of overhaul all the things that we're eating. We need to cut out a bunch of things. We need to, you know, start tracking and weighing and measuring and doing all of these things. We're completely, you know, maybe changing the diet, just changing what it is that we're actually eating. But I want to offer that it can actually be a lot simpler than that when you're first starting out. And that is why just even slowing down and just really bringing some more mindfulness, some more awareness to your daily habits and patterns of eating 
can be so insightful and just such a great place to start. And you don't have to change anything else about what you're eating other than just starting to bring that awareness into, you know, are you eating in this rushed fashion? Are you just kind of quickly getting through meals? Um, Do you not even really remember what it is that you're eating? Because all of these things kind of compound into us habitually overeating, eating past what our body is needing, but it also kind of jacks with our digestion and the way that our body even processes our nutrients. So really this is that first habit to develop around food and really in life in general. So if you even just think about the pattern and the rhythm of your days, does it feel rushed? Does it feel hurried? Does it feel kind of hustly? Chances are, if it does, then you're gonna be noticing that around food as well. We've really gotten used to, I think, this idea of being told what to eat or how to eat and how much, and we think if I just knew that, then I would be able to, you know, lose the weight or I would, you know, I would stop overeating and all of these things. But often in this process of us relying on somebody else to tell us what to eat or how to eat, we end up actually losing touch with ourselves and with our bodies and with our body's subtle, more natural cues that it's trying to tell us. We get used to following these rules around food that we start to override our body's signals, right? So it's like, oh, I can't eat yet because it's not time. So let's say if you were doing more of like an intermittent fasting thing, or um, maybe, you know, you're trying to spread it out to where you're only eating you know, every two hours. I remember as a bodybuilder, when I was really doing that competitively, it was, you know, I was eating like every one and a half to two hours, these small meals, but I was so hungry that sometimes that one and a half to two hours just felt like forever and just found myself kind of obsessively fixating and focusing on food. But so sometimes we're kind of eating by a clock, regardless of if our body is letting us know that, hey, we're actually kind of hungry now, right? So maybe we want to, we want to consider eating. So essentially, you know, the downside to kind of following these rules of diets or other experts and gurus is that we're silencing our ability or we're silencing our body's ability to speak to us and to let us know what it needs because we are so much more focused on following the rules than we are about kind of letting our bodies sort of guide us and lead us. Now, one caveat here, and this is something that I don't feel like is really talked about in the intuitive eating space, is that learning this sort of intuitive way to eat is sort of earned. And not in the sense that like, how we would maybe sometimes think about, oh, I have to earn that food or I have to earn, you know, earn this by doing extra things. What I mean by that is that it's a skill set that we have to develop, right? It's something that we have to hone and that we have to really practice using that intuition and leaning in and sort of listening to what our body is saying as it's giving us this biofeedback, right? It's telling us, okay, you ate that thing that made you feel sick or, Um, you were hungry, you know, 20 minutes later, we have to really slow down and practice listening to all of the little subtle things that our body is telling us, right? And so that's what I mean by this idea of like intuitive eating or, you know, just following your intuition and stuff like that, especially around food and exercise. That's a skill set that has to be developed. It has to be honed. And the best way that we can hone that is through just continual practicing. So while, you know, listening to our body signals and our cues is definitely a big foundation of what I do, it's a huge foundational part of the intuitive eating movement, sometimes I think what is overlooked is this idea that you actually have to spend time developing that 
and honing that skill. Because a lot of us, depending on what we're used to eating now, our intuition might be leading us down a path that isn't necessarily like for our best interests, right? Like sometimes I think my son's intuition would tell him that he just needs to eat cake and cookies all day long, but knowing, you know, that that's not ultimately going to be the thing that fuels his body, that gives his body everything that it needs. Now there's nothing wrong with having the cake and the cookies, but I think for a lot of my clients, especially like when we first start working together, a lot of their intuition is like going for the thing that's easy or going for the thing that's quick or, you know, maybe it's the fast food and it's the drive through. And so it's kind of recalibrating that intuition, kind of re-getting them in touch with what their body's saying and really developing that body trust, that ability to hear your body's cues, and then to also be able to kind of redirect yourself when you know that maybe that choice that your quote unquote intuition is wanting you to follow and wanting you to lead into, if there's a better choice for you in that moment, then also being able to sort of redirect yourself there. So that was a little bit of a side tangent off of what we were, what we're talking about today, but I just feel like that's an important piece that is oftentimes missed. So really before I think you can completely ditch that diet and go to being 100% at that food freedom slash that intuitive ability, we really do have to slow down and we have to start by bringing just simple awareness and getting back into our bodies, right? So that was kind of really what I was just talking about. But even just those simple acts of awareness of like, you know, okay, I'm feeling this way and I want to eat this, right? So it's like being able to make that connection of when I feel stressed or when I feel anxious, I tend to want to, you know, eat this or I eat really fast or maybe I stop eating. That's something that happens a lot too with my clients is it's like when they're feeling stressed or when things are kind of emotionally charged in their life, they actually stop eating. And so that's something to really be aware of as well. So just that simple act of bringing awareness and then from there making that mindful choice, right? So for some people, this idea of eating slow or kind of slowing down is going to be pretty easy because they're already kind of used to doing that already, right? So you may not really find yourself struggling with eating fast and eating, you know, hurried, but maybe you eat really slow and you kind of drag it out and you just sort of keep eating, keep eating, keep eating. And so for you, what I would want to say is that It's not just about eating slow, but you really want to make sure that you're tasting each bite and that as you are continuing to eat, that you are still checking in with your body. Like, how's the food that you're feeling tasting for you? Is it satisfying? Do you feel like you're eating past satisfied or satiated kind of on this continual basis? And then maybe even questioning, like, why is it that you're sitting down and you're eating over an hour period of time or 30 minutes or whatever that is for you, especially if you're eating that whole time? So again, that's just that awareness and just really checking in with yourself there. However, for others of you, and I think that this is where I would say most of my clients and most of the people that I know fall into, slowing down is going to just be tricky at first. It's going to be hard, especially if you're kind of in that mindset of, you know, hustle and hurry and you're overbooking yourself. So your schedule or your to-do list is just jam-packed. Then sometimes it feels like slowing down is a luxury that we just don't have. It's just not something that we can actually do. So for you, you know, some of the things that you can really key into start doing 
is to maybe create scheduled times that you are planning to eat throughout the day. Now, I know I said not eating by the clock always necessarily, but if you find yourself kind of constantly in a rush and just sort of grabbing things on the go, for you, a good first step might actually be scheduling in some different meal times. Now, keeping in mind that probably the, the first times that you schedule for eating may not actually end up working with your schedule overall, and there might need to be some tweaking that happens there, that's totally fine. But I think sometimes just having that like scheduled meal time on the calendar can be super helpful because then you can sort of plan ahead and it's like, okay, you know, for the week, what do I think I want to have for breakfasts or what do I want to have for my lunches or my dinners? And you can sort of kind of plug those things in so that in the moment you're not having to think about it, you know, right when you're hungry or right when it's time to sit down and eat, you kind of already have something planned so you don't have to to spend the time deciding so a good first step like i said would maybe be just simply scheduling in some different times to eat and then thinking about blocking out you know 15 to 20 minutes or 15 to 30 minutes and then the next thing to do so it's once you have just those scheduled meal times for yourself think about slowing down so a couple of simple tricks that you can use is you can either put the utensil down sort of in between bites. You can set a timer. So instead of like trying to beat the timer, you're trying to, you know, milk it essentially and not finish eating before the timer goes out. And you can just even also focus on kind of adding like maybe one minute at a time. I think you would be surprised to actually even realize maybe how fast it is that you're eating. So the next time that you eat, you might just look at the clock and just see what time it is when you start and then see what time it is when you finished. I know for me, when I first started practicing this habit, I was shocked to know that I could eat pretty much an entire meal in less than five minutes and not even think about it. And ironically, when I would eat super fast like that, I wouldn't necessarily feel full or I wouldn't feel satisfied. Like it would still kind of feel like I had a little bit of room. So I might find myself going back and grabbing seconds or going to the snack cupboard or the fridge to get something else to eat. And then, you know, 15 minutes would go by and I would feel actually pretty stuffed. And so just slowing down also really allows your your body to kind of communicate. So your brain and your stomach to communicate, say, you know, actually we've had enough and we're satisfied. So the other day it was my daughter's birthday. She just turned 13, which is so crazy because I feel like she really has been a teenager since she was about 18 months old. So it's kind of fun that we're actually in the teen years but we were having ice cream sandwiches for dessert. And I remember kind of sitting there and just sort of taking a bite really slowly of the ice cream sandwich and kind of tasting all of it and sort of rolling it around in my mouth and tasting the cookie and tasting the ice cream. And I was really trying to pay attention to, you know, how is this tasting to me? How is it feeling in my body? And how full am I? Because I remember even before I grabbed the cookie, not really feeling like I even had room for dessert, but I think because it was the spirit of celebrating or because I wanted to have one of the ice cream sandwiches that I decided to get one. And so I just remember this particular experience and just being super slow and just super intentional and super mindful. And I remember kind of feeling like, okay, this is enough. Like this bite is enough. This bite is enough. And I do believe that it was really that that slowing down and that connecting with my body that allowed me to be able to be done with the ice cream sandwich and not feel guilty, not feel bad, not feel like I had to finish it because 
those are a lot of the patterns and the tendencies that I had. I mean, I grew up kind of with that story of you have to clear your plate. Um, you know, what do you think? Money grows on trees. Just a lot of those stories that I hear from my clients as well. And so I think we have kind of this idea that we have to finish our plate all the time. But I want to offer that we don't. And when we really slow down, we're giving ourselves the opportunity to really decide when enough is enough, right? We can always have the leftovers. We can always put it away for later. Um, And so if that's a pattern that you feel like, yeah, I'm just kind of in this habit of finishing my food and then I get done and I just feel really full, I feel really uncomfortable, I want to offer to you that the slowing down is just a little bit of that speed bump. It's that opportunity for your brain and your body to really connect and to to communicate so that you're eating the right amount for your body in that specific time. And so not only does slowing down while you eat allow you to really connect to your body's hunger and fullness cues, but it also allows you to start to know what different foods work with you and your body in that particular season. This is honestly one place that I truly believe and I think that diets and a lot of the other coaches that I see in my industry kind of get it wrong is that we think it sort of is this one size fits all all the time, meaning that, you know, we should always kind of be eating the same foods and the same amount. And as I'm learning a little bit more about sort of cycle syncing and really kind of syncing your workouts and your nutrition to the different phases of your cycle, your monthly cycle, I know that there are going to be different times of the month where maybe you're feeling like you're a little bit hungrier, like you're eating more than than usual that's totally fine. That's actually pretty normal just based on the hormonal fluctuations. Or maybe some foods work in different, you know, seasons of life for you, or maybe even just different times of the month for you. Whereas they may not necessarily work kind of, you know, every single day, all month long, all year long. And so really having this flexibility to be able to kind of shift and change your nutrition, change your diet, change up your eating, with what is working with you and for your body and in alignment with your goals, that is so powerful for you. And I think that we miss that when we're just busy, like eating fast and just kind of checking it off the list. Maybe we're eating just because it's something that we have to do. The reality is, is that our bodies are really constantly changing, especially as women, and our needs are really going to vary day to day, right? So being able to just really slow down, kind of step back, get in touch with your body, is going to be massive and not just with nutrition, not just with, you know, portion control or being able to eat less in a way that feels natural and non-depriving or non-restrictive. But it's also, you know, when we start to slow down in this particular area around food, we're also going to start to notice other places in our life where maybe we're wanting to slow down as well. So maybe it is the time, maybe it is the scheduling, right? Maybe it is in your relationships or your interactions. I think for a lot of us, we kind of there's like this fear that sort of drives the speed eating or like speeding things up in other areas of our lives. I don't know if women deal with this as much, but I have heard from men like, you know, my husband and other guys as well. It's like growing up for them, they had to eat fast if they wanted seconds, right? So if, if, 
you know, money was tight or, you know, there was not like a ton of leftovers all the time, there was kind of this like, ooh, I have to hurry up and eat so that I can get more or I have to hurry up and eat so that I can move on and go do the next thing. So just noticing for yourself, like if you're eating really fast or if you're not making time for this, I want you to also kind of be looking at other places in your life where you feel like you're kind of in this hurry and you're sort of hustling through and really just pause and ask yourself, is that ultimately serving you? Is that aligned with your goals and your vision and really who you want to be and how you want to be showing up in your life? Or are you wanting to really just kind of slow down in general? I do feel like that was one of the biggest blessings that kind of came out of 2020 and COVID and quarantine and all of that was we really had no choice but to slow down. And I just want to encourage that as things are, you know, opening back up and all of these other things, and as life just kind of continues to move back to some, some semblance of normal for you to really be willing to fight for those boundaries, to fight for kind of keeping the things about, you know, quarantine and just that slower pace of life that you really liked and really defending those because everybody has a to-do list. Everybody has, you know, their own agenda that they also want to kind of impose on us. And so we have to kind of be um, playing defense, but we also have to be playing offense, right? So it's, it's doing both of those things. So it really is setting up the boundaries. And for you, maybe that first place that you start is by setting up some boundaries on your schedule, just to book in some time to eat and to just slow down and to just really check in with yourself, check in with your body, become a little bit more aware, a little bit more mindful about your choices, about the food and how it feels in your body. And then you can start to apply some of those same skill sets to the other areas of your life where you're feeling like you might just want to slow down a little bit more. So that is what I have for you today. That is really the foundational kind of habit around nutrition that really will set you up for so much success, so much winning when it comes to food and your relationship with food and ultimately those goals that you are working on. It's so simple. It's something that can be oftentimes overlooked because it really isn't all that sexy, but it is just slowing down. It's becoming more aware more mindful, and just really allowing yourself that space and that time to just be with yourself, be with that food that you're eating, slow down, enjoy life a little bit more, and then start to expand this into the other areas of your life. I hope that this blessed you this week. I hope that this is something that you will serve or (laughs) that will serve you and that you will go and implement as soon as you get done listening. And if this resonated with you, if you are intrigued by kind of this non-diet approach that I am teaching, then I want to invite you to reach out to me. I would love to get on the phone with you, hear a little bit more about your story, your goals, where you're at now, maybe where you see yourself, where you want to be in the next year, and how we can kind of partner together to make that a reality for you. If you want to set up a time to chat, go ahead and email alicia at aliciacarlson.com. Can't wait to talk to you. I hope you have a great rest of your day and week, and I will talk to you again very soon.